sometimes clients ghost us simply because they're bad people. Like it's totally possible, right? They may have no intention of paying us for our work. They were not honest with us on the call. They're price shopping. However, there are steps we can take to minimize our risk and protect our businesses. And I'll be very honest with you. Often, it's actually our fault. Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. I'm Katie Sandel, brand strategist, designer, and the CEO of a successful six-figure design agency. I teach brand, graphic, and web designers how to get more clients, increase their pricing, and build profitable design businesses in a simple and sustainable way. We have online programs, courses, and templates that you can use, as well as our coaching and mastermind high-touch experience for creatives. You can find out more about starting and growing your design business at AventiveAcademy.com. But until then, grab a cup of coffee and join me in today's podcast episode. In today's episode, we are going to talk about a topic that every designer has experienced at some point in their career which is ghosting. We'll explore some of the common reasons behind this phenomenon and discuss what you can do to prevent it from happening to you. Before we start, I do want to say that most of the time, actually, it was my fault why clients ghosted me, but that doesn't mean that I approved that. Like, I'm never for ghosting. Like, I, I always... I always respond to everyone, even if I'm not interested in someone's services, even if like whatever it is, I would rather say no than disappear. It's just I just feel like it's not fair, especially from this perspective where I was ghosted <laughs> like many, many times, especially in the past when. Well, let me first tell you. So when I started my career, I was posting on Craigslist. So Craigslist was before all the social media. I'm, I'm sure it still exists, but it, it doesn't really work for clients. Long story short, people would ghost me all the time to the levels where I thought it's just normal for people not to respond. So how Craigslist work is you post a post like, hey, these are my services. This is what I offer. And then people would send you an email or contact you through Craigslist like, hey, I'm looking for a logo design. How much is it? Or I'm looking for a logo design. Are you available for a call or whatever they say? And then when you respond, you just don't hear back. And I thought that that's normal. I thought that, you know, they contact 10 different designers, which is true. So they contact 10 different designers and then they respond only to the people that they're interested in working with, which, you know, from their perspective, it makes sense in a way. Why would they waste time on responding to a random designer they're not going to use, right? However, I don't think that's fair. And if I'm looking for someone, if I'm looking for a photographer, I'm going to contact three today. And then if nobody works, like if if I can't find the right the right match, then I'm going to contact another three like 
the next day or something like that. But this is how, you know, it, it's how it used to be. And looking looking at that, like looking back at that, I totally see how it was my fault because I was also the one like posting nonstop and looking for clients versus trying to differentiate my offers so that the clients stop ghosting me. But we'll talk more about that. So let's first talk about all the reasons why clients ghost graphic designers, like graphic brand and web designers. And one of the most common reasons is that they simply lost interest in your services And, you know, sometimes they may lose interest in a service that they were considering and they just simply decide not to pursue it further. So, for example, they may reach out to you like, hey, I'm looking for a new website. This is what I want to, you know, change and things like that. And then after a few days, after talking to their spouse or their friends or family or their business partners or whoever, they're like, well, is this really what I need at this moment? Maybe we actually need labels or maybe we actually need to focus more on posting on Instagram or maybe we need blogging. And then they simply, you know, they just they, they just feel awkward or uncomfortable telling you that they, they're no longer interested. So they simply stop responding. Again, I'm not saying that this is the right way, right? But I'm just telling you the common reasons. Another reason can be is that they found a better deal elsewhere. And what I mean by better deal is, you know, simply either a better designer, maybe it's the same price, but someone who they liked better, or someone who offered very similar as you did, but it was cheaper, you know, clients may come across a better deal or option elsewhere and simply decide to pursue it instead of the one they were, you know, previously considering with you. Again, they may may feel uncomfortable telling you that they're going with another option. So they simply, you know, again, stop responding, which, you know, it's not okay. <laughs> but there are many, many people who just don't know how to say no or simply don't care. And I'll, I'll talk about that. I mean, there are many bad clients and bad people in this world, right? So, you know, you never know what to expect with clients. But if they are not responding, if they ghost you, just try to stay positive. It's really not you. Do not take it personally. Like, it's it's on them. It's It says more about them than about you. Like, truly. Also, they might be too busy or, you know, distracted to respond. I know that that seems like like unresponsible, (laughs) Um, like, but clients may get busy with work or personal life and forget to follow up with you. And they might be, you know, distracted by other things and simply forget about the service or like about what you offer to them. They, like, I know that it seems like almost impossible, (laughs) like from our perspective, like, oh, how did you forget about a logo design? But maybe... They're, maybe they have a physical location and their property tax increased by 15%, which now all of a sudden means that they have to pay $20,000 in property tax this year. Or, you know, there can be like many, many reasons why they forgot about you and about the service that you offer. Because it might not be the main thing that they have to think about when running a, a business, right? And I'll give you one example from my perspective 
That was a few years ago when our blogger was leaving. And I got a cold email from our current blogger, like, hey, I offer, you know, writing services, this and that. And I saw that email. But I had many other things that I had to like worry about versus now just the blog. And I know that we were getting a lot of clients through our SEO, through our website, through our blog, but that wasn't my main thing. I knew that I have to improve my portfolio, make changes on the website. I had a couple of calls with potential clients. So blog was really not on my radar. I mean, it, it was, but it wasn't even close to like being, you know, important. So I just didn't respond to that email. And I was thinking like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then a few weeks later, I just wasn't able to find his email. And then it feels like a ghost to that person. But, you know, now the rest of the story is basically that he followed up. And that's when I responded and hired him. But, you know, the first time when when he reached out, that simply wasn't the right timing. And even now I'm thinking, like, even if I reached out to him first, and he responded, I still wouldn't have time to respond back. I would still wait a couple of weeks, because it wasn't my priority. Now, another reason why clients can ghost you is that they feel overwhelmed and anxious about making a decision, especially if they're a small business owner. You know, sometimes they can feel this way about simply making a decision, especially if it involves a significant investment of time or money. And in such cases, they may, you know, avoid making a decision altogether and simply stop responding because they, they just don't feel like they can tell you yes or no at the moment. And you know, they might be busy with other things. But yeah, it can happen very often for a business owner simply to kind of like postpone their decision because they're not sure if they should do something and not just if they should do something, but who they should hire for that thing. So if they're talking to three or five, let's say brand designers, they're looking to rebrand, they're looking for a new logo or new labels or whatever it is, they, they might not like know who they want to work with. So they'll just like step back and be like, okay, maybe it's not the right time. Like I, I need to take a break. <laughs> and that happens very often. The other reason or one of the last reasons that I can think of, like per my experience, why clients would ghost you is if you were too expensive. So, you know, sometimes it's simply all about the price. And, uh, you know, they they might feel that your prices are too high, but they might not tell you that on the call. So let's say they send you an inquiry and you respond to that email. You are like, hey, let's jump on the call. Let's talk about the project. Like you're all excited. Like everything's great. And then you do talk on the call. Everything seems fine. Even when you tell them, this project is going to be $15,000, they're on board. They're like, yes, that's exactly the budget that I had in mind and everything is great. And you send the proposal and then they ghost you. You know, it just means that your price was too high for them, but they didn't feel comfortable telling you, hey, that's expensive. You know, how often, like, do you feel comfortable saying to someone, oh, that's expensive? No, like maybe for a house, maybe for a car. But if someone is trying to sell you a chocolate and the chocolate is $15, 
you're like, well, I usually buy chocolate for $4. So this is expensive. You will still not say like, oh, that's expensive. You'll be like, oh, I'll think about it. Or maybe next time or thank you so much for you know, offering this chocolate, right now I have enough chocolates at home or whatever, you'll come up with an excuse. But for clients who are looking for design services, so they are like literally looking for your services, they contacted you, they're on the call with you, and the price is just too high, they're not going to tell you you're too expensive. They'll tell you, yes, everything's great. It, you know, sometimes they will tell you. And I'm not saying that you will always hear yes on the price on, during a call. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, that's just too much. Especially if they're, let's say, planning on spending 10000 and you are now offering something for 45000 It's a huge jump. Or if they were thinking about spending $500 for a logo and now you tell them, well, a logo actually includes brand strategy, colors, fonts, this and that, it's full visual identity, and it's $5,000, they'll be like, oh, well, okay, that's not what we are looking for. And that's totally fine. But, you know, we are talking about ghosting in today's episode. And if your price is too high for them, they will ghost you no matter what. (laughs) And I mean, not ghost you, like some people will say no, but a lot of people will ghost you. And I'm going to actually give you an example that just recently happened to me. So a few weeks ago, I talked to someone on on Zoom and the call went really, really well. We had a video call and she seemed she seemed very busy, I'll be honest with you, but it she didn't seem like that busy that she would ghost me. So the so I found her website, I reached out, offered my services, she responded, she scheduled a call with me, she told me on the call, this is exactly what I need. You reached out to me at the right time. This is like, I can't sleep how frustrated I am with our website, with our labels, packaging, logo, colors, like, I really need your help. I really need you. Everything sounded perfectly fine. I can't think of even one thing that happened on the call that would be a red flag, like absolutely nothing. Even when I asked her if she had any timeline and budget in mind, she said, I don't know what she said, like for timeline, I don't remember exactly, but for budget, she said like, oh, $15,000. And I was like, yes, that's exactly how much these many, like these many labels would cost. Like, I really thought that that's how much I would charge. And and then when she said it first, I was like, okay, perfect. Like everything was just a perfect match. And everything, like we, we literally agreed on the project and everything that's going to happen. I told her about the phases. I told her about our process. Everything was like perfect. And then I like, you know, just formality, like I, I told her I'm going to send you a proposal and a contract to sign and we can start. And I sent her that and she just disappeared. I followed up two times Like, usually I would follow up like once. So I send the proposal and then like five days later, like, hey, just making sure you got a proposal, you know, no rush, blah, blah, blah. And she didn't respond. And then a few days later, I was like, hey, like, is everything okay? I thought that our call went really well. I summarized our call in the proposal, basically, you know, I like just followed up nicely. She never responded. And now I'm like, this really is not me. This really has nothing to do with me. And either she's now I'm thinking like either she's too busy 
and she'll get back to me because she's been running her business successfully for the past 20 years and they didn't need to rebrand in the past 20 years. So I know she's not in a rush. However, she told me she can't sleep because she's thinking about it. But that doesn't mean that it's a priority, right? So she doesn't need that as soon as possible. And I truly believe that she can just respond to me like, hey, how about we start in six months instead of like being rude <laughs> and just ghosting me? But that's on her. Um, and then, or maybe she got sick or maybe she has some private issues or maybe she just didn't want to tell me like during the call that she maybe she just personally doesn't like me. Like you never know. So, you know, it happens. It always happens. I will tell you some ways to kind of like try to prevent, you know, clients from ghosting you. But I'm telling you, it will always happen. Like no matter what, like sometimes you'll just think everything is perfect, but it's not going to go that way. And that is totally fine. So just accept it. Like it's nothing, it's nothing you related. I did everything right. Like, and even if I wasn't, like, even if I didn't do everything right, I would still learn something from it. And I would totally be like, okay, so she ghosted me or whatever happened is because I did that, that and that. Okay, great. Next time I will not do like that the same thing, right? But in this case, in this specific case, I didn't make any mistakes. It's totally her. And, you know, I can now continue, like keep guessing what happened, but we will never know. And maybe she'll get back to me one day. Maybe she will not. And that's okay. That's just what happens when you are running a service-based business. And not, not just that, like it just happens when you work with people, no matter what you do. If you're a brand, graphic, web designer, if you have a car wash, if you have a grocery store, like whatever you have, whatever, like whatever business you have, people will always to some sort, you know, to some degree goes to you. <laughs> and I know it's not nice to hear that nor to experience that. But the sooner you accept that, the faster you'll just go through that. So now when someone goes me, I'm just like, okay, whatever, move on next. Like, I don't have time for it. I don't want to waste my time on that. So you know, you never know what's going to happen next. But there are ways you can try to prevent it. And we'll talk about that next. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned how I used to be ghosted is that even the right word? <laughs> but people used to ghost me very, very often versus now where it happens like very rare. I mean, I know that I just told you about that example, but it's been months since I was ghosted last. People would either say yes, which is in most of the cases, or they would say no, or they would say, hey, how about, you know, in five months, in six months, can you reach out in January next year or whatever it is? They will not ghost me because now I'm talking to a different level of clients. I'm not talking to the cheap ones who are price shopping, who are like their personality is the devil ghost, right? <laughs> I'm talking to business professionals who are looking to rebrand or grow their business, or even if they're starting from scratch, they have the money and they're really looking for a professional brand graphic or web design agency to help them get to their next level. So they're not into ghosting. They will tell you yes or no. They're serious business owners. And so, you know, People are not ghosting me as much as they used to because I'm talking to different people. 
But okay, so to prevent clients from ghosting you, I have a few tips for you. And the first one is to set clear expectations, like clearly outline what your services are going to provide to to your clients and what clients can expect from working with you. And that's why I always recommend that when clients come to you and they ask for your services, you always need to have a call with them. Because if you send them an email, they don't see you as, you know, they, they don't see you almost like as a person. I've I've gotten like so many rude emails in the past few weeks. And that's because we started this new strategy for marketing where we do cold outreach, like cold emailing, and people would literally respond, go away. I don't need you. You told me that my baby is ugly, like their logo or their website, even though I didn't use those words, they just took it that way. And so, you know, just like, just an example, (laughs) but people respond via email totally different than what they say in person. So my suggestion is to always schedule a call with them and you will also get to know them better and even see if they're the right fit for you, because you don't want to work with people who are you know, not good people. Like you don't want to work with random people who are just going to use you and try to, you know, get a ton of revisions and pay less or whatever, like who are not responsible, who are not going to respond on time. Like you want to know who you're going to work with, right? So it's very, very important for you to to get them on the call and then during the call to set clear expectations and tell them everything you can possibly think of. Like if you're offering, let's say, visual identity, so like logo, like logo design, colors, fonts, tell them you're going to get one logo design and two revisions or three logo designs to choose from and three sets of revisions or whatever it is, right? Like they need to know, like do not waste your time writing a proposal before they approve it during the call. And then if they don't respond, so during the call, they approved everything, you send an email with a proposal. If they don't respond, follow up. Like don't be, don't be, how would I even say that? Like embarrassed or don't feel like you're too salesy or pushy if you follow up. Like if a client hasn't responded, send a polite follow-up message to check in and see if they still need your services. There is nothing wrong with that. We just talked about how they can get busy. So if that was the same, so in the same week, for example, when you send the proposal, maybe they got a mail that says that their property tax has increased for $20,000, like using the the example I already used in, in this podcast episode. So that will be their priority this week. They're not going to respond to your email. And then in a week or two, when you follow up, they are going to respond, most likely. <laughs> and if they don't, you can still wait two months. Hey, are you still interested in my services? Maybe that then it's the right timing. So just follow up. It's very, very powerful thing to do. And then also, the last thing that I have for you today is provide value beyond your design services. So when we send a proposal, so for example, tomorrow, I'm sending a proposal, it's going to be $27,500. It's for about 15 labels only. So 
they already have a logo. I wouldn't want to change their logo. Their logo looks really, really good. They have 15 products, I think 15 or 16, doesn't matter. So, you know, we're changing their labels. They do not have boxes for their products. Their website looks pretty good. Like I would still make some changes and I will suggest that in the future. But for now, we're working on their 15 labels and that's $27,500. Now, in my email, like, hey, here's, you know, thank you so much for the call on Monday or whenever we talked. Here is a summary of everything we talked about during the call. And it's in this attached proposal. I'm talking about this, that and that. Feel free to, you know, open it and let me know if you have any questions. Oh, by the way, once we are done with your labels, I would like to introduce you to an amazing photographer who's a friend of mine and she really helps product-based businesses stand out through her unique photography services and she also offers videography you know just like I add value to my emails so now that client who is going to pay me 27,500 doesn't see this as like oh this is just labels oh she's actually my partner, she really wants to help me get to the next level. She really wants to help me make more product sales. She's going to, you know, introduce me to this photographer and videographer, which is great. So now I don't have to look for it and so on. So that's how I provide extra value to my potential clients. And now I don't think she's going to ghost me, right? I mean, I know she will not because... She came through a referral and I'm going to meet her this weekend and all that. So I know she's not going to ghost me, but, you know, just always try somehow to provide extra value. And so, yeah, I think that that's it. But basically, another thing that I want to mention, actually, before I end this podcast episode is that you simply cannot prevent like ghosting 100%. You you can't. You can't control other people. You can't control their lives. You, you can't know what's going on with their business, with their personal life, with what's going on in their head, <laughs> to be honest with you. So if it happens, it happens. Move on. See if you made any mistakes. See how you can improve. And if everything, and if you did everything right, then it's on them. That tells you more about them than about you. And they're just bad people. There are many bad people in the world. So, you know, just just ignore it and move on. Keep your head up. Be positive. Stay consistent. Look for new clients. Look for better clients. But, you know, the only thing you can do is setting clear expectations, communicate with clients, be responsive, do follow up and offer value behind not behind, beyond your design services. And, you know, those are all the things that can help prevent clients from ghosting you. But remember to focus on you and your and growing your business and don't spend too much energy and time on figuring out, oh, why did they ghost me? They ghosted you and that's okay. Move on. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I will see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on The Profitable Graphic Designer. In addition to this podcast, we have created some amazing online courses to help you set up your business, get more clients, and scale to the income level you desire. If you need help developing your graphic brand or web portfolio so it stands out, if you want to learn how to create proposals new clients will say yes to, 
if you're still trying to figure out how much to charge for your services, and if becoming the go-to designer for your dream clients is your goal this year, then I invite you to enroll in my signature 12-week program, The Profitable Designer, or one of our other specialized online courses. To learn more about it and get started, visit eventiveacademy.com. See you next time.